Dynamo. He's a famous magician. I watched him on TV. This guy is making people feel so good and feel so happy, like, by just doing magic tricks. It's like, if you can do it, why can't I do it? I've never, ever, ever, like, want to harm people or tell people to go down this black magic route. Three goals, what are they? I want to buy my mama house. I want to do a stage show. Because I want to get better at my dean and also redeem my name from this podcast. Someone paid you 10 grand. Who paid you 10 grand? How much peas is being a magician making you? What's going on guys and welcome back to the Blue Tick Show. Opposite me today we've got Dawood the Magician. Most of my podcasts are with criminals and I personally class you as a criminal myself. Welcome to the show. Why do you do that? Slow, normally slow I, sh- normally I shake their hands. Walaikum salam. Anyway, how are you my brother? I'm good man, how are you doing? So um, reason I've got you here is because I watched a podcast of you the other day. The other myself. day? I watched it the other day. I, I heard a lot about it way back but I weren't actually that interested to watch it. You didn't even ask me how my day is. No, I don't care. <laughs> so um, anyway, no, but seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. So on a serious, serious level... Yeah, I'm being serious. So on a serious level, you said to us all when you announced that you're involved in black magic, hence the attitude on me today. So what's all this bullshit about black magic? Because there's a lot of people, to be fair with you, who are going to be pissed off at me for even doing this podcast with you. So I'm, I'm giving you a chance to redeem yourself and actually talk to us about this black magic bullshit that you was talking about. Because we all know you ain't done no black magic. So talk to us. What's this bullshit about? Bro, I'll be real with you. Um, I went on this podcast, uh, I think it was like eight months ago. And um, I said some stuff that I shouldn't, shouldn't have said. I've repented. And um, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. I'll be real, it was a mistake. I'm not going to do it again. But yeah, that's pretty much it. So about Rule Talks, like, what was going through your head when you wanted to come out with all this bullshit black magic stuff? Bro, I'll be honest with you. It happened eight months ago. I was a bit younger. I was a bit immature. I was hanging around with the, r- with the wrong people. Like, I don't hang around those people anymore. And they just sort of like... The way they were talking kind of influenced me to say that, innit? So it's just... I said it there, but I, after that came out, after all that madness happened, I'll be real. Never. I'm a, I'm a good Muslim, bro. I pray five times a day. By the way, um, you might know him, Raheem. He's behind the camera right now. Okay. Yeah, he was there as well on the day. And as soon as I said that, he said not to say that. Then he messaged me, because I remember this message very correctly on WhatsApp. He messaged me around Fajr time, which is like three, four o'clock. He messaged me saying, bro, are you 100% sure you want that podcast out? So like, yeah, bro, it's calm, it's this, it's that. Because obviously, I showed the people I was hanging around the podcast, and they were like, yeah, this is sick, and this and that. So obviously, I didn't really listen to Raheem. I was like, yeah, cool, so fuck it, I'm going to go out of it. So in that podcast, obviously, you had an opportunity to tell people your upbringing, what got you into magic, because it takes a lot of talent to do what you do. No, 100%. Like, so let's throw it back a little bit to your childhood now. Okay. Talk to us, who are you? The real, the real, not this... Black magic magician bullshit. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, brother. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. Now let's start again. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about your childhood. Um, I was always that childish kid, and I've been that childish kid. I'm 20 years old now. So, um, give me, like, what do you mean? Like, talk to us. What was your upbringing like? Where are you from? Mum, dad, family, brothers, sisters? I I grew up in Stratford in East London. Actually, I grew up in Manor Park in East London. I've never told anyone this. Then I moved to Stratford when I was in year five. So, I was about 11 years old. Yeah, and then from there I watched uh, Dynamo. He's a famous magician. I watched him on TV. I watched him walk on water. Watched that episode about twenty, thirty times, and I watched this whole series. And then through there, I was like, "Hang on a minute, this guy is making people feel so good and feel so happy, like by just doing magic tricks." It's like, if he can do it, why can't I do it? So then I met up with him. I read a couple books about magic, 
a couple of documentaries, met a couple of magicians, and it all went from there pretty much. So you started doing magic when you was 10, and how does someone get involved in magic? Because even me, as a kid, I remember I got cards, I thought I was doing all this bullshit. So but a lot of people. You're on a different level as a, well. A lot of people would say, oh yeah, um, I got a magic set for Christmas. I actually didn't do that. First of all, I don't celebrate Christmas. And second of all, um, <laughs> obviously our family doesn't have a lot of money, so wouldn't be able to afford that. So the way I did it was actually, there's actually two stories to this. One of them, I bought my own cards and I started practicing. And the other one, my dad came back from Pakistan and he bought me this trick. I do it all the time now, yeah? It's, it's with, I'll show, if we can put a video of it, I'll send it to you, yeah? If I have two sponge balls, I put one in your hand, put yeah. one in my hand, and one disappears and it appears in your hand. So that's the first, one of the first tricks I ever learned. Two balls. Do you like balls? Yep. You like? These balls especially. Okay, right, okay. <laughs> one in my hand. Squeeze tight into this one. Squeeze tight, tight, tight. Really tight, really tight. This one's gone. Wait, open your hand. Two balls. <laughs> Then I started reading books about magic, started doing some card tricks. I used to go to my family and show them, like, my, my brothers and sisters, my mom and dad, like, loads of card tricks and stuff like that. After a week, they were just like, oh, this guy again, he's giving me shit tricks, like, do you know what I mean? And then um, I started getting better at it. So during, like, year nine and year ten in, in secondary school, I started doing loads of tricks. So I got bullied in school, I'll be honest with you, yeah? Oh, yeah? What for? Why do you think? Uh, I'm asking you. That's <laughs> why I'm asking you. Um, number one, I was very annoying. Oh, you just haven't changed much. <laughs> Number two, I didn't like, I didn't have any friends, and I, I was I was quite a boring guy. I'll be honest. Did with you. you use the magic in yeah, a way yeah, to yeah, gain yeah, friends? Yeah, kind of thing. Was that yeah, what your? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But that sounds shit when you say it. But okay. No, but genuinely, <laughs> listen. Everyone has <laughs> no, a way. Some people become bullies no, 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 because no. they haven't got no, friends. No, 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 hundred percent. So, so the way I did it was in year seven, year eight, year nine, bullied whole life. You know what I mean? Get beaten up. This, this, that, etc., etc. And then I only had like one friend. He's still my friend till this day. And um, during year nine, I, start, I was like, you know what? I've been doing magic for such a long time. Why not just show it in school one time? I showed it in school one time. All those bullies came up to me like the next day. They're like, oh, yo, Dawood, magician. Yeah, show me a trick. Show my boys a trick. This and that. So the bullies are coming up to me trying to become my friends. Do you get it? Yeah. Uh, a couple months after, the school teachers started recognizing me doing magic. And I was obviously getting good at it. Quite good. Decent tricks. So they, what they used to do is take me out of my class to show their other class magic. So basically, well, the teachers would do this. The teachers would take me out of class. I'll go into other students' classes and start doing magic there. Yeah. So basically, I wasn't, I wasn't in school. Do you know what I mean? I was, I was, I was in school, but I wasn't in, isn't in my, in my class. You was enjoying school because I was you enjoying doing, school. You was doing yeah, something yeah. you wanted to I was do. Enjoying kind of thing. School. So then year eleven came around, and I was like to my mum, like, "Yo, mumsy, I'm leaving school. No GCSEs." Was you making any money for magic? Let me explain. So in year at the end of at the start of year eleven, um, I told her, "Look, I don't want to do GCSEs." She slapped me. She said, "No, you're doing GCSEs." I was like, "All right, cool, whatever." And then same day, my maths teacher uh, called me over. He said, "Yo, what are you doing tomorrow?" I was like, "Oh, you had your maths teacher's number." No, no, I didn't. Oh, called okay, me called over. Called yeah, me yeah. over. He was like, um, "Yo, what are you doing tomorrow?" I was like, "Nothing, man. We like, what's up?" He was like, um, "I've got a Christmas party. Um, I'd pay you to perform there." Whoa, I can get paid for this. And I was like, yeah. So he paid me like, I couldn't, it was like 50 pounds for like, performing there for like an hour. That's big money though back then. Back then, an hour, 50 pounds at the age of what, 15? Living, getting all the gal. But anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, no, literally, um, I did that. I did that. And I was like, yo, I can make money from this. This is what I'm doing as a career. It was in my mind. I was like, yes. Because when, when I was younger, when I was like six years old, I always wanted to be a pilot. A pilot, yeah? A pilot. And I still, to this day, love aviation. But 
at that time, I was like, yo, I'm becoming a magician. So that's it. And then I left, I left year 11. So your mum actually let you leave? No, no, not year 11. As in, did my GCSEs. Okay, finished yeah, them. Left. Then I was like, oh, I don't want to go to college. My dad was like, listen, you have to go to college, this and that. You know, Asian parents are Pakistani parents. You got to go to college, bro. Then you got to do your degree for medicine and then all of that. Your like, family from Birmingham? Nah, my, my uncle is though. What was the accent? Anyway, no problem. Carry on. Okay, anyway. Um, what happened after that was, is I went to college for two weeks. I switched college like three times, by the way. Why? Because the first college was just too much. The second college... What was you studying? Uh, the first college I was studying graphic design. Okay. The second college I was studying graphic design. Okay. The third college, I actually went to a shit college, but I only went there because my friends went there and I was going there for, so- for the social life, innit? Yeah. So I was going there for the social life, right? So I went there for two weeks. My attendance was 50% on those two weeks. Technically, I went for a week, right? So number one, the security didn't like me. The security? The security didn't like me because you see what it was. See, I started doing magic. I've actually got... A, should I show the video now? No, no. Just tell me. I'll put it in so yeah. I'll be here while yeah, yeah. talking. So there's about 30 people around me every day because I'm doing magic, right? Girls, mm. boys, they're like, yo, 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 yes, 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 him again. Let's show me some magic, this and that. So because I was causing big crowds, the security were like, yo, can you yeah, back, back yeah, it off a minute, much. yeah? And then the head principal sends me a letter home. Yeah, parents are fuming. They're like, You've had "Your attendance is fifty percent in two weeks. So if you don't make it good by this date, we have to kick you out." I went to. And why was you not going to school? Because I'll be honest with you, I didn't enjoy it. Like, I, it, it, college wasn't for me. I just okay. wanted to pursue Where magic. Where were you telling like your mom and dad you were, or was you just staying home? That's actually a very good question. Was you bunking? Was you going and like hiding, or was you just not going in? I actually don't remember where I was going. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, that's irrelevant. Carry on. That's a, where was I going? One minute. I was just, I was just out, like out. Basically, I was just it, fucking around with the boys. Basically, no, I was in the college, but I didn't go to my lessons. I was okay, just okay, in, okay, I was okay, in okay, the okay, college, okay, yeah. Okay. And then, um, bearing in mind, I was doing graphic design, maths, and psychology. Yeah. So, it's all a bit mixed up. It's all a bit mixed up. And then, um, and then from there, I literally rolled up to the school teacher, the college teacher. The next day, I was like, "Yo, I'm leaving." She said it to his face. I was yeah. like, "Listen, I'm leaving." He said, "Best of luck." See you later. I want to see you. He said, "I want to see you on TV by next year." All right. And did you make that happen then? I made it the other year after, but not the next year. Yeah. So you left school. You then went and spoke to your headmaster. Said you're leaving. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And like, how did your mom and dad react when you obviously? You leave? know what's so funny. I told my, my dad before I left, so I was just sitting on my sofa one day, just bare sad, like really sad, yeah? And then he came he came down to me, he's like, what's up? I was like, nothing, nothing. He's like, tell me what's up, man, just whatever, innit? I was like, I want to leave college. I swear, he didn't even ask for a reason, he said, cool. He just said, cool. And your mum? Because obviously, usually it's the mum's nah, more strict yeah, sometimes. Yeah, my mum was like, oh, this, this, that, he has to go to college. But my dad was like, yeah, cool, leave. Because he trusted that I could do what I could do. Do you know what I mean? He had he had a lot of trust in me. So from 17 years old to where you are today, obviously it's now a full-time job for you. You make money from it. You do earn a living. You buy cars from it. How do you make that transition? Because going from making £50 from a Christmas party to making enough money to live on, clearly something's changed. After I left college, lockdown came around and I wasn't growing my social media as much because lockdown's come around, no one's working. I couldn't do live bookings. Yeah. So... I was like, you know what? Now's the time I can finally grow my social media and focus on my social media. Yeah. So my goal was in 2019 or 2020 when lockdown happened is to get, I had around like 3,000 followers on my Instagram to get to 20,000 by the end of the year. And I didn't know how to do it. 
but, but that, you just made you you wish for that basically. Yeah, I prayed and then I got to like forty thousand. So alhamdulillah, that's what happened. And then through there. And how does someone go from three thousand followers to forty thousand followers? Because I remember you joined I'm Just Bates. Yeah. So what happened? Was, you know what happened was is, um, Ants helped me out a lot. Is um, I'm Just Bait. You might know the meme page, or you guys might know as well. He um, he was doing a talent show once on on live, and I think there's about five thousand people watching online. I'll give you the video as well. There's about five thousand people watching online, and I was just like, "Yo, add me. I'm a magician. I might be able to show you some crazy magic that you might be, you know, you might like." And then he added me. I blew his mind. So we choose whatever colour we want. So for example, my favourite is blue. I can actually pull it out of the catalogue, just like that. The fuck? And the thing is, these are legit playing cards. See that? Oh, playing cards. What the fuck? Blue is mine. Like, he was... He was just... Do you know what I mean? And um, he was like, Yo, give me your Insta. Everyone has to follow you, otherwise I'm locking off this live. That's what he said. Bro... I got a thousand followers in a minute. <laughs> I'll show you the video. That's mad, isn't it? <laughs> and then um, from there, literally, me and Ants have been cool, and he's been posting me as well. But would you say that was what blew your account up? It blew, it blew me up to a point where I was like, "Yo, that that that's sick, yeah." But then after that, I just started doing more lives. I started uh, grow, making my content better on on my social platforms. Started growing it through there, posting on TikTok. Posting was you gaining any bookings through? Answers live as well, or was it all just yes? I actually did. I got one or two, but obviously, it's after lockdown. Yeah. So, what happened was the first lockdown happened, I grew my social media. Then, the s- then in between the first and the second lockdown, I just started pushing that content, pushing that content, pushing that content. I caught a, a couple brand deals, but I wasn't where I am right now. Yeah, so after the second lockdown, that's when things really started to kick off. So, what happened after that was I got connected to a lot of artists and celebrities and stuff like that and i started performing magic at their parties and events and stuff like that so that's because one thing i will say and i'll give you credit for it as well is as much as me and you be joke around i call you annoying and all that bullshit every single artist in the uk you've got a picture with Mm. you're at every single event you know every single artist there is and you do do well with that credit where credit's due you're the plug when it comes down to Mm. getting your foot in the door Mm. and you smash it with that Mm. but I want to know now, obviously, you've taken that step. You're now in a position where you're financially stable yeah. from doing what you love, magic. You've now had an opportunity to go on to a podcast, which was your time to obviously go and tell your story and tell everyone why you're so successful, what turned you into who you are, because you're young. You're a young magician doing well. Talk me through that podcast. Why did you go and obviously speak about... Because you've got a good story. You just told us your story. Do you story. want me to be so honest with you? And I've never said... I haven't even told Raheem this, yeah? Yeah. I've never told anyone this. You know when... In that podcast, and I'm telling the wallahi, I'm telling the truth here, yeah? You know when I went on that podcast and I said a certain thing about my spots, yeah? yeah. Did you actually watch that podcast? No. <laughs> okay. I didn't. Right. So. I saw clips, obviously, okay, and like, I saw the part, the main part. Did you see that part where I said, there was something about my spots yeah, yeah. and God punishing me? This is so funny. Because you see, everything I said on that podcast is what comments have said to me. Before I even went on that podcast. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just using the comments to say what I said in that podcast to make it look realistic because people have already said it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So people in my videos have already said what everything I've said in that podcast before before I even went to record it. Yeah, but you're successful. How old are you now? 20. You're 20 years old, yeah? You're a kid. But do you understand what I'm saying? I do. I'm saying you used a fuel from haters to say what you said in your podcast. Exactly. I understand that, but... You've got a good story. You've just sat there. You left school at 17. 
you made money. Your maths teacher paid you 50 quid. It's a sick story. Mm. People would respect it and say, you know what, fuck me. Like, I can be like him. Let's, don't get it twisted. There's some 13, 14 year old magicians who probably look up to you. And then after they've watched that, they probably thought, how can I ever become a magician? He's done black magic. Maybe I need to go and do black magic. As much as a lot of people hated you for it, you might have inspired some young kids to think it's a good idea to do black magic. No, it's not. Don't ever do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, and you know that. You're a Muslim brother yourself. This video is sponsored by Cranbrook Law, an award-winning immigration law firm. Their talented solicitors can help when any struggles arise regarding immigration law. They can help get you the visas they need. They can help get you the staff you need from any other countries. As you can see, the website is on the screen right now. So if you need anything to do with immigration law, message Cranbrook Law and let them help you. Whether you're looking to obtain a sponsor license, receive advice and guidance in relation to compliance and our civil penalties, or take advantage of our know-how and experience across a broad range of business visas, our talented and dynamic immigration lawyers are available to speak to you. Telephone numbers on the screen, emails on the screen, and hit the link in the bio if you need any help i know people that have got close to it yeah they've gone into mad contracts that they can't get out of. i can't mention anyone that's true yeah but obviously me and that will never touch and inshallah you as well never 100 percent. but i'm saying why did you not just go in there you've got good brothers around you raheem's our brother yeah he's there he's telling you don't do it but bro you see i was brainwashed by these guys that i was hanging around with to get it bums so bro between us two now was it just a marketing stunt that went wrong Yes, because basically, I to be fair, I didn't really want to do it. But you see the guys that I was hanging around with influenced me so much. And they were like, yeah, 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 do it. And you know when it's peer pressure, you've got about seven guys hanging around you that you've been chilling with for time yeah, and they're yeah. with you and this and that saying, yeah, bro, that would be sick. That would be good, man, because you get bare clout from it. You get bare followers, this, this, that, if you say that, okay? And I said it. And don't get twisted. I got loads. Like, I woke up the next day, bro. My phone was ringing off. Shadeborough, I'm just, not I'm just playing, but Shadeborough, this page, that page, this page, everyone's posting me, followers are going shooting. The amount of DMs I've got from aunties saying, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Listen, negative news travels a lot faster than bro, positive news. Bro, I swear news. to God, Raheem called me, said I'm never, like, he was about to say I'm never talking to you again. Bro, Raheem was on the phone, Raheem was on the phone to me that night saying, I can't believe what podcast he was about to drop. Telling me, and I was like, bro, tell him not to, he was like, I've told him, he wants to release it. And we all know you. Bro, you're just a little magician. You ain't no fucking black magic, voodoo magic bastard. Like, you're a magician. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. You play with cards, you slight a hand, you do your tricks, and people love it. You're I'm just there to entertain people and make people happy. I've never, ever, ever, like, want to harm people or tell people to go down this black magic route. Right? I can never stop anyone. Do you regret what you said, of course? 100%. But I can never stop anyone. But what I'm saying is never do it. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's what I'm saying. And, of course... Did you get hate messages? Too many. But the thing is, hate can never get to me. Did you get death threats? Loads. But that, can't, that can never get to me. You need to understand, your biggest haters are your biggest supporters. Because I swear to you, there's about five people, and I, and I promise you, five people that sent me the same message. Meet me in real life. They're like, oh, bro, I'm a big fan of you. Can we have a picture? They've tagged me in their picture, and I'm looking at the DMs. Hang on a minute, weren't you hating on me before? So obviously, when you're sitting down, you're laying in your bed by yourself, and there's no one else there. You're sitting there, you're deep in all these comments. At what point did you think, fuck, you know what? I fucked up. This is wrong. The first day. Oh, genuinely, the, the first, first night. The thing is, it never can get to me. Cause, sorry. It can never get to me because people will be like, yo, how do you deal with hate? I'm like, you call that hate? No, but there's hate and then there's self. You've got to take accountability for the mistakes you've made. No, no, no. They, yeah, yeah. So mistakes I've made, that's something else. I'm just talking about hate now. Bro, hate can... No, I understand yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. when you're laying in your bed, yeah. you're reading these messages 
Oh, as yeah, much yeah, as, yeah, As much yeah, as you're saying yeah, to the haters, oh, fuck off, fuck yeah. off, fuck off. You've then got to sit there and say, you know what? These fuckers are right. Yeah. I, I fucked up. Yeah, like, yeah. I said this stupid shit. Yeah, the first day. Genuinely, you laid the there first, first night and thought, shit. First day, I bought my car that day as well, yeah? I'm just like, yo, I was with my boy. I, like, I need to come link you, bro. He's like, why? I'm busy. This is what I just said, I need to come link you. Like, All right, cool. So obviously we talked about it and he was like, bro, like, you shouldn't have done what you've done. Because, bro, there's people messaging my boys, bait guys, yeah, rappers and this and that, they're messaging them. Bro, you see, as soon as that podcast came out, about three rappers rang me. Yeah? They're like, yo, 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 who's that rapper that met you at the graveyard? Yo, I'm like, bro. So obviously, because they're close to me, I had to tell them it's bullshit, but that's what happened, man. And do you ever, there must be some days where, I know you're going to sit there and say it's never got to you, but have you ever been low? Have all this hate ever got to you throughout that time? I swear to you, if I, if I were to be, if I were to lie, it's never, like, it's never, never got faced to Never faced you one never, bit? Never, 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 never. Because, listen, it, when you're getting that much abuse, because, bro, you was a talk of fucking East London at one point. Yeah. Every single, and it weren't good. Nah, Everyone yeah. hated you yeah. at one point. I couldn't like, go to some mosques. <laughs> I can imagine. I couldn't go to some mosques, bro. People be like, Give me weird looks, bro. Weird as soon as I'm walking in. It's like. But now you look back at it, if you was that guy and you watched that podcast of a magician saying, oh, he done black magic, you'd be the same. I think he's a dickhead. So, dude, you're talking about some situation to do with spots on your face. Talk to me a little bit about so it. I didn't watch the podcast. So, basically, what happened in that podcast is I said um, I was getting loads of spots on my face, right? And my spots were bad because when I used to wake up, there was blood on my face, bro. They were bad spots, yeah? Yeah. What was it, like really bad acne? acne? Some, some of them are here. See that spot? Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Oh shit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's spots on my chest and stuff. So it was all in my face, right? It's all in my face. I remember here. there's some tic- there's a TikTok, you made a TikTok of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I met you since you were you must see spots on my face. Yeah, yeah. So I saw the spots on my face and then a lot of st- as soon as it started clearing up, right? A lot of people on my TikTok started commenting, Oh, the devil's helping you to clear out the spots. So the Allah's punished you with these spots and now the devil is helping you clear them up. And that was before that podcast came out. So I just used that comment and just started saying it on, the, on, 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 on that podcast. I'll be honest with you. Fair enough. Listen, I, I don't think... It wasn't any, right. It wasn't anything right. Anything of you, what, what you said... In that podcast? Listen, truthfully, if I n- thought that you was involved in that stuff, you wouldn't be sat here today. 100%. I wouldn't do, be doing a podcast with you. 100%. I know you as a brother. And we, I just know look, we just prayed Margaret before we even... St- look, you were, saying, you were saying let's pray after. I said pray, let's pray before. Yeah, yeah. Because I should never delay prayer. Thanks for holding me up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but bro, everyone learns, man. No, no, look, you're I know a for a fact yeah. that you're a good kid. As much as you're the most annoying kid I gonna know, yeah. you're a good kid. Yeah. You are. You're humble. You're nice. You, you do, you're not involved in shit. And when I sat there, Raheem phoned me up, said watch it. I didn't watch it, not because I didn't want to watch it, but I didn't want to have a different opinion on you from watching that. I know the real you. I don't need to go and watch a podcast where you're pretending to be someone you're not. 100%. So, you know, I thought, you know, fuck it. I don't even need to see it. I don't ever watch podcasts on people I know because I don't want to sit there and see them bullshit. Most of the people who do podcasts... You know them personally, yeah. I know you. I don't need to watch your story. And I think, let's put all of that aside. What is the future for you? Because... Do you want to be a magician for the rest of your life? Do you want I'll to be, be a world-famous magician? What is the goal? Someone told me the other day, yeah, my goal, I'll be real, was to be really famous, yeah? That still is. But someone told me the other day, if your goal shouldn't be to be famous or rich, your goal is to be the biggest magician. So with that, with that fame and money will come anyway. You just got to be the biggest magician. Like Houdini, you, you don't have Instagram, but everyone knows who Houdini is. Yeah. Do you understand? So I need to be the biggest, like the biggest. No one can touch me. That's how big I want to get. I want to do magic on the moon. No one's and how, 
What's your plans? Have you got a plan set in place to obviously get you to that stage or? Things with me, I'm quite spontaneous, right? But with me, all I know is I'm going to the top. That's all I know, inshallah. You're going to the top. Everyone says they're going to the top. I tell everyone I'm going to the top. No, no, no. I am, I am actually going to the top. I'm telling you, remember this, 2023, June the 9th, at 11.45 p.m. So we're a magician. At 10.11 p.m. So I would magician said he's going to the top. And inshallah I will. And what's the steps you got in place? Because everyone can say they're going somewhere without a plan, without a map, you ain't getting there. I've got a law. So I can plan as much as I want, but Allah's got a plan for me. Like I understand that, but yeah. you need to have a plan yourself. hundred percent. Have you got any have you got any big shows coming up? Have I've, you got I've any got, you travelling around the world to go yeah, and do yeah, magic I've, and different? Like last year I performed I flew out with H, the rapper. Oh yeah. To, to Ibiza. Nice. And we stayed at like a big mansion. I performed Magic in Ibiza Rocks. You might have been yeah, there. Yeah, I've been up, I, I so, ain't been, but I've heard of it. Yeah, sure about that. I ain't been. <laughs> um, so I performed Magic there with all the artists and stuff like that and the people there. So I got booked out to go there. It was a good experience. They paid for it all? Yeah, of course. And what's that experience like? Being You must be 19 years old. 19 years old, getting flown out with a famous rapper called H into a big mansion in Marbella. And um, not Marbella, what am I talking about? Ibiza, because I was yeah. in Marbella two weeks ago, sorry. Um, Nice. Yeah, sorry, in, in Ibiza and getting flown out there, performing magic with all, with all my favourite artists, chilling there. It was, it was good, man. It was and good. how did your mum and dad, like, obviously, once you started making money, started doing your thing, not needing to ask them f- for money, how was that? If it, it feels really good, you know, because at, the end, because at the end of the day, we do it for our parents, right? Let's be real. Who do you do it for to make money? Who do I make money for? For my future kids. And your parents, right? Yeah, I suppose so, but I, I do it for my family. Your family? Yeah. Yeah? So that's that's what I do it for, man. With me, I don't really care about money. I just I just want to see my mum and dad happy and my family happy. I respect that, and I can't I can't say anything wrong about that. But did they appreciate like obviously when you've gone to me like mom, dad, I'm making money from magic now. I'm doing my own thing. I can buy my own cars now. I can do this myself. Were they appreciative or were they more like you should have gone uni? You should have stayed nah, here. No, no, no. They were really appreciative. They my were, dad, yeah. my dad. After I left college for a year, he was like, oh, you should do a course or do this or do that just as a backup. I was like, dad. I don't need a backup. I'm making it either way. I said that to his face, and he, not in a rude way, but he sharp after that, innit? No, listen. <laughs> everyone's got to have that strong, I think, drive inside of them to make sure they do it. But I manifest a lot. Like I can see myself at the top. You know, sometimes when they say, like, close your eyes and do you see Blue Tick Show as the biggest podcast? It is One already is. Inshallah, the biggest. I'm talking, bro. You know when I, <laughs> you know when I say biggest, I'm talking, bro. You walk outside and everyone knows who you are. That's what I mean by biggest, they, bro. They do. Let's, let's be real here. Well, I envision it. When I close my eyes, like you're saying, when we close our eyes, I know everyone already knows that I'm the fastest growing show in the world. No, no, no. I'm talking, bro. After CEO cast. <laughs> bro, I'm talking, you walk anywhere in the world. It's like Drake. He walks anywhere in the world. People be like, yo, that's Drake. You need to be like that. I need to be like that. Yo, walk out. That's the old. Do you get it? You know, that's how does, big. Does that fame ever scare you? No. Because you must have people already now say, oh, yeah, that's the dude. That's the dude. Did you not ever, especially when that Black Magic shit come out, did you not ever think, fuck, like someone's going to hurt me, someone's no, going to hit me? I've got Allah. You've never, ever been scared of nothing? Never. Wallahi, on, on, on Allah, I've never been scared. You know, I keep throwing Shall I tell you why? Shall I tell you why? Of course, go ahead. Because see what it is. You see, when you have that strong of a connection with your God, Allah, I know that no, who's stronger than Allah? What no. do you think these guys can harm me? But let me say this to you then, yeah? You're so on your deen, you're so scared, like supportive saying I've got Allah I've got Allah I've got Allah in that don't get twisted you've got one on that podcast you've gone and said the complete opposite you basically said I've got the devil help don't get twisted yeah 
I don't know when my time will come to return back to Allah. I don't know when my time will come to die. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Maybe maybe there might be some haters out there that might do something, but no one's stronger than Allah. But no, yeah, but what I'm trying yeah, to say yeah, is yeah, you, you, you've been screaming podcast. like, um, Allah, 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 he's got my back, he's got my back, he's got my back. But in your last podcast, you're screaming, the devil's got my back. Because do you know well, what I mean? Again, I understand. I, I, I know what you're saying. People. You're around the same people, but do you understand how it contradicts itself? When people are watching this, they're gonna say, "On one podcast, you're screaming, you got the devil supporting you." But you see those people, right? I don't like to judge anyone in it, but at the end of the day, you should always be supportive of the people that are trying to be more religious and on Dean. Correct? Hundred percent. Like, look, even today, I encourage you to pray. You, I don't know if you were gonna pray or not. Not, not, not in a rude no, no, way. No, no, carry on. Not in a rude way, but it's fine. I, Just tell everyone my sins is cool. <laughs> no, you're collecting them, bro. You keep going. <laughs> Yeah, but obviously, you know what I mean, right? No, I do. I yeah, agree with yeah. you. But I'm saying to you, people watching this podcast are still going to think he's chatting shit because it's like me saying to... It's like me going and saying one thing on one video. Okay, what do I do to be able to have to... to, believe, to, to well, you know, you've got to... Listen, it ain't going to be an overnight thing. We all know that. You've just got to prove to people that it is your hard work. It is your dedication. What's got you to where you are. And it's not some bullshit black magic that you went and met a rapper in a cemetery. Like, I don't know what the fuck that story was about. <laughs> Like, it takes a lot to come up with that shit. I can't lie. Do you I know what it was? Some of the stuff I came up from the spot in it, like, right. it just came off in my mind. I was like, yo, yeah, let me say this. Let me say that. Because you know what's so funny? You know what I said that rapper? That rapper actually messaged me before, innit? So I was like, you know, yeah, let me chat about a rapper. So let me ask you a question. Go on. You've done this, all this little uh, marketing stunt gone wrong. You're laying in bed, you realise, fuck, I fucked up. The first thing I would think to do is to redeem myself. Go and do a video, explain to everyone what I've done. I've done it. it and was I was going to do it. Non- Sorry to interrupt you. What was your plan? So I was going to do that. And I can name about five people that said, yeah, bro, come to my house. We'll do it together. We'll come to my house. We'll do it together. We'll come here. We'll do it together. We'll do it together. We'll do it together. My plan was to essentially do a video, right? Saying this, this, that. But you see when that podcast came out, a day after, those those guys were on to me saying, yeah, bro, look how much clout you're getting in it. Now you should play off this. Do you understand? Yeah. So they were trying to make me get go into that hole deeper. Like, they were, they were, they, they had some mad plans. Like, they want, like, you know, I don't even care if I say this anymore. So a rapper by the name of Lucy, he was a devil mask, right? This is not even a joke. He wears a devil mask. He rang me. He's like, yo, I'm doing a video shoot at a graveyard next week. Make sure you're there. It'll be a funnier cameo. We can get it. We'll go big, big, this and that. I was like, yeah, bro, I'll be there. But I wasn't actually going. Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, bro, I'll be there. Then a couple of days before, I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. It's just going to ruin the image a bit more. And what made you realize that these friends, because obviously you're not around them no more. What made you realize I need to get out of this squad? Because when you're in, I've experienced stuff like where when you're in that circle. You know what it was? It was it was mainly, it was mainly like the the older people like Raheem and them like that hang around within it because he was there on the day, so he was he actually patterned me up properly. Like he actually was like, "Yo, what you're doing is completely wrong. Like you should not play off this." He didn't even give me an option to say no. He was just like, no, you're not doing this. What's going on, guys? This video is being brought to you by Morris Andrews Solicitors. As you're all aware, we've done a season two all about crime. If you watch that all and you're in any situation like that and need help getting out of the situation, reach out to Morris Andrews Solicitors and see if it's something they can help you with. Remember, there's a defense for every offense. So it's taken you eight months. We finally got this podcast. I know it's been a while. I've been longing it. I know, I know, I know. I have been longing it out. But... You could have just gone on your TikTok, gone live and said, guys, I hold my hands up. I'm sorry. Because sometimes that's all you've got to do. 
in life, just saying sorry is what squashes loads of But you of need things. to understand, yeah, the amount of hate I was getting back then, bro, if I said that, a lot of the people just been like, is he chatting shit? Because I did say that once, by the way. I did say it on TikTok Live once, and I don't do it. And everyone was like, nah, he's chatting shit. I swear. There's about a thousand people watching on TikTok Live. Nah, he's chatting shit. I was like, all right, cool. What do I do now? So I've been confused till this moment. So your plan, you didn't, your plan was to obviously apologize to everyone, come out and do it. And now you're finally here. We finally got the podcast done. You've apologized. You've said that's not what you do. You've explained yourself. There is still going to be people who doubt you. 100%. But there's, there's always going to be people that doubt everyone. But do you not ever think to yourself, fuck, why did I put myself in this situation? I still regret it. I can't, undo, I can't go back in time, can I? People make mistakes. So have you asked for the video to be removed? Because in my head, that would be the first thing to do. The podcast? Yeah, yeah. So when I woke up, it, was, it went so viral. Like, it was everywhere. So there was How many no views has it got? Right now, it's probably, I think it's like 100. But... Bro, it was everywhere, so there's no point of even taking it down because some someone might have a video, this guy might have a video, that guy might have. So there's no point of taking it down. Everyone's seen it. Do you know what I mean? And did she ever reach out to say, "Do you want to do a video like a part two? No. Did you not think to yourself, maybe I should go on there, do a part two, and obviously say this is all madness? I didn't mean it. I all. did. I did have thoughts, but then I was still hanging around with those same people, so I was just like two different minds do you know what I mean and when you've taken a step back from these people did they ever call you a snake did they ever say like what are you doing they did you yeah fell out? yeah I fell out with them because they kept calling me a snake this a lot of them are in jail now oh really yeah yeah and well, who they, the fuck was you hanging around with exactly I don't even know till I, I saw they went in jail and what they did to go jail do you know what I mean so should always be aware of who you hang around with, but yeah, when 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 they when they when they when they when I left them, they were like, "Oh, you're a snake, or this, you're that." Fame's getting to you, this clout's getting to your head, this and that. And I was like, "Bro, I'm starting to take my dean more seriously. I can't have you people around me that don't take dean that seriously." That's what I said to them. Fair enough, I guess. Your dean comes over anything else. Hundred percent. Dean of Virginia. Moving on to a more positive story right now. You're surrounded by all these celebrities. You know them all. You got any gossip for us? Tell you one mad story though. Go on. Don't tell, don't talk to me about our graveyard. <laughs> this is a mad story, yeah. So you know what Annabelle's is? Yeah, yeah. The uh, members club. Have you been? No. I, okay. I remember I ain't got that much money, bro. Okay, so I'm going to Annabelle's, right? I walk in. How'd you get in? I get in oh. anywhere, man. Come on, man, you know me. <laughs> and then I get in, I'm chilling with my boy. Bro, I turn around, I see Chris Brown. Fam. Lips next. What is he doing? Slipsing up some next girl, like, like on her proper. I'm just like, but you're not allowed to record in there, because that's a, that's yeah. a rule about Annabelle's. That's where all those mad celebrities go there and do madnesses there. I swear down. So you witnessed that? You didn't get no pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just there. He's chilling with the girl, and he just goes, "Do you know what I mean?" He's just right in her face. You done what? Start lipsing her up, mad though. Like you know when you do lips mad when they're in each other, like. No, so come on, be real. Do you know who Chris Brown was lipsing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Go on. What? No way. And then guess what? He had three other girls next to him after he lipsed. You're chatting shit. No way. Bro, I even got a madder story as well, yeah? Madder than Chris Brown lipsing. Bro, this is mad. So I'm at D-Max, yeah? Yeah. I see Digger there. Digger D. Yeah. I was like, yo, well, go on, Digger, this and that, because he knows me. We know each other, right? Yeah. Pull up to him, doing a bit of magic, and I just turn around to him, yeah, after I'm done, he's smoking a cigarette. I'm like, bro, you ain't bad. 
Yeah, you you do you wanna own what you rap about? Exactly like that, yeah? yeah. He looks up to me like this. So what? You don't think I can floor you in ten seconds? I said I'll give you five. Yeah. Bro, the way he floored me, by the way, there's about 30 people in front of us, 10 of them are cameramen. So everyone's recording. Yeah. Bro, the way my man floors me, obviously he's, he's, he's about to punch me, I start walking away, he puts his leg out, he floors me, and then, yeah, he broke my elbow. He broke your elbow, broke actually my, broke it. He broke this elbow right here. So Digger D assaulted you. We won't say <laughs> that. It was a friendly joke that turned into. A Wait, he actually broke your elbow. Real yeah, talks. yeah, real talk. Yeah, so do not mess with Diggity. We all know you're some jokey wind up kind of guy. Yeah, good looking, <laughs> jokey like that. Wind, you wind everyone up. Yeah. Do you not feel like when you're talking to these like bad man people that you need to like kind of switch it up a little bit? Be they're a not bit bad. Nicer? <laughs> say that again. <laughs> they're not bad. So they're, they're not bad. No, they're not so bad. Yeah, so Diggity broke your elbow, but he's not bad. No, nah. okay. little elbow. So you don't think none of these men are bad? All right. What, what, so what? whoever I'm around, bro, I'll be as confident as I am to anyone. Anyone. All right, so listen, I want to hear, let's wrap this podcast up a little bit. It's done now. Is it chicken or lamb? What? The wrapping. Bro, you ain't either. Let's wrap it all up. Talk to us. you got three Good goals this guess, year. Bro. Three goals. What are they? I want to buy my mama house. Mama house? Inshallah. I want to do a stage show. So I want to sell out my own tickets. I want to do the own Donald show. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but probably the Donald show. And the third thing is I want to get better on my Dean and also redeem my name from this podcast. Because right now, you know what someone actually told me as well? And I didn't deep this for a long time. Yeah. And this is the main reason why I'd stop chilling with those guys. Someone told me, bro, if you die tomorrow, after that podcast came out, if you die tomorrow, people aren't going to wish good upon you. Yeah. They're going to be like, good, the devil worship is gone. Let's wish him hell. They're not going to pray that I go to Jannah. Do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? 100%. So one second, just As after I heard that, I was like, yeah, safe. Just quickly on something you said, yeah, I only want to touch on this quickly, but you just turned around and said you want to buy your mama house. How much peas is being a magician making you? No, nah, real talks. Can I have my watch back? No, no. <laughs> Seriously, how much? Do you know what it is, bro? It's, 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 my main income is, is, is performing magic at private events. So like corporate events, parties. And what would you charge for like a corporate, for a wedding, let's say? What's it your price? It all depends, bro. It Roughly, was, talk like, to do, us. Should I tell you the most expensive booking I've done? God, most expensive booking you've ever done? 10 grand. How long was you there for? Half an hour. Half an hour, 10 grand? Raw. So you spent, someone paid you 10 grand. Who paid you 10 grand? Tell Mark, me. Marcus Rashford. Swear down. It was his birthday. So what happened was um, he messaged my boy. And I was like, yo, I need Dawood Magician to come to my party tonight in Manchester. <laughs> phone my guy I was like what's his budget he said anything as a joke not as a joke but I was like I usually charge around 6-7 right I pumped up I was like this is Marcus I was like oh I should give him 10 G's he was like cool transferred it straight away went to Manny did my show 10,000 pounds for half an hour so anyway let me ask you a question serious question yeah what are your free goals for the Blue Tick show this year? My free goals for the Blue Tick show this year is I want 100k subs by the end of the year Inshallah. a lot of people say it's impossible I'm going to make it possible you're going to make it happen in the next five months that's the end of the year. No, it's not. It is the end of the year. Now, listen, 100, 100K, 100K subs by the end of the year. I want the Blue Tick show to... I want to go on tour in the sense as... Live, as, live shows? No, no, no. I want to go around country to country and make it just a thing where I'm just jet-setting, filming people in different countries. Yeah, and the third thing I want to do YouTube-based this year is blow up four peas in a pod. Inshallah. It's our new show we're bringing to the game and I reckon it, it will take over the podcasting industry. 
That's my goals. Thanks for being on the show, bro. Asalaamu Alaikum. Thank you so much. Thank you for watching. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share this podcast. Thank you for watching.